powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Leafs fans, it is duck hunting season. What a dominant oh, performance by the Leafs tonight. That's not nice. What a shooting gallery by the Leafs. It is wabbit season this season. It is duck hunting season. Mitch Marner with 23 points. Samsonov with his second shutout in the row. And tonight's stream, Leafs fans, we have the one and only, the one and only Canadian legendary broadcaster, Dan O'Toole. But before we get to all that, we're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk to Dan. Yes. We're going to take your questions. But before we do that, we're going to do our quick ad read. And if you think you know which way it's going to go, make your bet at sportsinteraction.com. Whether it is World Cup, hockey, football, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit and cash out and play. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 plus. Please play responsibly. People in the chat. People listening on audio. We have... Our very, very special guest star. Please put your hands together for Dan O'Toole. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thanks Welcome. for having me, guys. I'm just uh, sipping from my George Bell Collector's Cup. Ooh, I like it. Now, did the feat of technology work? Yes. Now, that's the question. Yes, we are live. We are we are live and in color. We are live and in color at the funeral of the duck season because I don't know. Well, it's just not the three of us. Okay. That's no. good. No, yes. no, no. There's a rapidly growing crowd of people wanting to see us. Oh, very, very happy Leafs fans. Um, it's one of those games where uh, you kind of knew after uh, the start where this was headed. And we had to hear that goal song six times. Yeah, you know, Dan, I always say that, like, at some point, they have to just start playing other Hall & Oates songs. Like, because, like, they have some good songs. They have, that's not even their best song. Like, they got to play, like, Private Eyes next time when they, when they score. Or, like, the or Manny. that they never even contemplated changing the song when they even asked Austin Matthews, he's like, yeah, I think it's time for a change. And <laughs> so I, I'm so transfixed by this song and the fact that they still play it. Who is responsible? Have we gotten down to who is in charge of the song? Does it go all the way up to Dubis? Does it go to Shanahan? I think it might be Shanny. Or is it just the sound guys like, well, no one's told me to change it. So I just keep playing the same song. <laughs> well, if know. they're listening, please, for the love of all things chocolate, change the goal song. Please. But so, so I, I sent out a tweet saying your goal song should not make you want your team not to score six goals or something like that. And someone <laughs> had a good comment. They said it's like psychological, though, because it annoys the other team. So it gets Ooh, in its head. So I'm like, it's That's like sound torture on it. Yeah, it's like sound torture. It's like when they put like, you know, like, you know, like those movies where they put you in a dark room and they blast like metal music and so you can't sleep and the hands yeah. Dance. That, right? yeah same thing yes and, and, and it should like pump you up there's just not like i have nothing against hall and oats i uh i can jam out to hall and oats all day long it's just <laughs> your song should get the crowd going what would you change it to dan oh now you, put you get a magic you get too. a magic wand and whatever you choose to be so it will be what are you gonna yeah pick? we can't we can't do song two by blur because that's overplayed yeah, that one got played to death. The Gary Glitter song, yeah, it's a no bueno, mucho no bueno. Not even like the, not not even the return to the uh, the zombie nation. That was the one I grew up on. That was the one I was a kid. I just like, oh. Okay, see, that's good. That's old school. That's Isn't like that a Boston's goal song though now, or wasn't it for a while? It might be five. Other it is Boston's goal song. song. Yes. Okay, never mind then. So you can't copy Boston because then, then that, you just put your, your head in a noose by yourself. Oh, yeah. Hey, and jump off the no original thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. So I, worked, so I worked in Game Ops for the Leafs for a bit, and like they used to play Sweet Caroline. And then uh, somebody reported, one reporter was like, hey, they're playing the Boston theme song. And then we stopped playing Sweet Caroline because we're like, no, now we can't do that anymore because they're in our heads and we can't copy them at all. I would love to go with a Canadian band or a Canadian song, but no hip song is going to get you like really Nickelback. pumped up. Ahead by a century? Imagine playing ahead by a century after a goal. <laughs> Wheat Kings? <laughs> Swaying in the background. I say Nickelback. Some kind of talking oh, about Nickelback. Oh, no, no. This is how you remind <laughs> me of what I really am. There you go. I mean, that, that, this is what happens when uh, the, the Leafs take on the Newfoundland Growlers in an exhibition game. 
um, for us to watch on live TV. Uh, there's just there's just not much to say really hockey wise. Uh, Mitch Marner, 23, 23 game point streak. That's pretty impressive. It's it's impressive. So I saved a, a tweet because like I was preparing for the show like a good podcaster would. Yeah. Um, by Terry Koshan is uh so the last twenty three game point streaks were Gretzky seven times. Gretzky, unbelievable. Lemieux, Lafleur, Sundin, Iserman, Coffee, Patrick Kane, Trottier, Crosby, Hull, Nichols, Marner. So that's it's kind of rarefied air there, isn't it? What is the all-time record? I think it's Gretzky, and it's like something just like fifty. I yeah. think it's like in the, it's in the fifties or sixties, like something that like nobody will ever touch because it's like Gretzky's. The chat will tell me because they're very, very good with that. So, well, that's an easy Google search. They, uh, someone's got the Google on their phone. I think someone's probably installed that app. I think we, yeah, have, um, unfortunately. <laughs> but Marner, yeah, as people keep saying about this Leaf team, something feels different. Now, you guys are Leaf fans. I, I don't have a team. I, I watched the Leafs before you guys were born when they used to have the game of the week on like Global. So I watched in those days when they still played Maple Leaf Gardens. And then I was a Habs fan when I was a kid. But does something feel different about this team? Because you guys would know. You guys are embedded. What feels different, if anything? So it felt different in the game in the last year's playoffs. It did, honestly. So when they there is a joke and it's become a meme now that Sheldon Keefe is like, now they have respect in the handshake line. And I'm like, the fact that they didn't have respect in the handshake line before is kind of troubling. But that series, it was a couple of bad mistakes away from winning. Like, they should have won that. But they played better. Like, they didn't do anything catastrophic in that series. Like, it wasn't like they blew the 3-1 lead to your vaunted Montreal Canadiens the previous year. I got to say yes. But I feel like I'm, sometimes I feel like I'm just, you know, I, I, what I feel is like it? a fool. What is it? Can you put your finger on what's different? Or is it just an aura? There's an aura. Brody and Riley were both down and they won a whole bunch of games. The Leafs haven't had save percentage that's like a consistent 920 in what? Like six plus years? Before they started playing with Marner and and Matthews for sure, right? Like I I think the goaltending is different. Now it remains to be seen how long that will last. And if one of them does get a seriously bad injury again this season. You know, well, that, that's what's baffled me about this team is that the goaltending is working because going into the season, I kept asking my Leaf fans that are friends <laughs> saying, what's going on in net there, guys? And uh, we're like, we got we, a problem. We we're like, and as know. typical Leaf fans would say, don't worry about it. It's great. And then they would give me stats on Samsonov and Murray. Like, here's what they've done. Here's what they're going to do. And I'm like, OK, OK. I'll, I'll see how it plays out. But Samsonov, you said that's back-to-back shutouts now? Yeah. And first off, he came to the team with a different name. It was Samsonov. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's Samsonov. I know. We had like, we had about 10 different shows where we interchanged the name. And I'm like, I feel bad because I have an uncommon name. And I'm like, I'm butchering this guy's name. And I'm like, it's like when people call me Fouyed. I don't know. Like people have called me that before. And it's like, you know, I feel bad. I'm like, what is the pronunciation? So I think we found it. Unless it changes again, so we don't know. I think they no. Changed. He said they. I guess we've just all been saying it wrong the entire time. Yeah, they said that at the beginning of the year that they he wanted it pronounced Samsonov. So yeah, I mean, if he fixes it, then I'll say it that way. No problem. And, and now I feel bad for Sens fans because whenever I bring up Murray to to Leafs fans, they're like, "Well, that shows you how much you didn't like playing in Ottawa." <laughs> like, ouch! Oh. Hey. He was also hurt. Listen, Ottawa's oh. pretty great. My mug is Ottawa. So, hey, I went to school in Ottawa. I went to the Gonk. I'd live in that city in a heartbeat. Well, a speaking, of, city. speaking of Ottawa, this was actually, I'm going to sneak this question in because it is on my list. What do you think of the of Ryan Reynolds possibly buying the Senators? Well, he can't. He doesn't have hockey buying money. No. Unless oh, he like, like sold all his companies, like sold his gin and and then spent every penny buying a team. He even admitted he would have to go in with a large group yeah. of, as he said, sugar mamas or sugar daddies. He's like so Jay-Z he owning face. 1%. Like Jay-Z exactly. owned 1%. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. And there's a lot of interest in that team. And if Ryan Reynolds, you could have that face of your ownership group. You are light years ahead of any other boring ownership group that no one knows a single owner. Unless they're 1% like Jay-Z. Jay-Z was 1% of the Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, he sold it because he, yeah. he's like, I just want to be a sports agent now. And I'm like, okay. And everyone's like, cool. 
Jay Z can do whatever he wants, but Ryan Reynolds, yes, sign yeah, me dude. up for that uh, that ownership group. Give him, give him a one uh, percent. He's got one percent ownership money for sure. Maybe two. Yeah. And he we, we, and his outfit, you know, like the Deadpool outfit, has already sends colors. So smooth transition. You know what I mean? Branding. Oh, you have Ryan Reynolds uh, movie theme nights. Yeah, you, you build that arena downtown, which would already be built if. Uh, uh, Mr. Melnick hadn't screwed up that deal. It would already be built in downtown Ottawa. And that's, well, you know how long things take to build, especially uh, in Ontario. So you're looking at what? From gra- from shovels in the ground to it opening? Four years, probably? With hope, yeah. yeah. Assuming, I mean, I'm, Eg- assuming the winters aren't awful. <laughs> I mean, oh, Eglinton is still There's going. There's a lot of snow in Ottawa. Yeah. And Eglinton is still going, so, you know. If anybody has driven on Eglinton, anybody in Toronto is, you know, has driven on Eglinton, it's still going, the construction, you know? Yeah. I uh, When you get off there and you, you cross over, you're like, am I going to fall through the earth into the <laughs> workspace just... below? It changes every time. Like, every time. It just and that's completely... been going on for how long? Too well, long. There, there there is a meme. There was a meme that was going around. Like, it had a picture of, like, a, like 1904, like an archival photo from Toronto. And it was, like, a 1904. And it showed Eglinton Avenue. And then there were people working on it. It's like, they've been working on it since 1904. <laughs> that was pretty good. It was, it was a good, 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 good Toronto meme chuckle. Uh, but you mentioned Batman. And now, now we're just going full NHL here because, you know, the game was the game. Oh, but, I know what you're going to bring up. You're going to bring up the moving ring boards. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought that was that was one of the the most fun. That was like the most. It, it felt like it was a Batman parody account that said that. Like he's like, we asked the poll, we did the polling. The fans. Who, who did he poll? His pets. He, His pets. He stood for in sure. the mirror, and he said, "He yeah. said, do, do you like the moving boards? Are they good?" And then he, his mirror said, his reflection said, yes, yes Gary. I Is like that them. if Gary Bettman had a child with Donald Trump, that impression? I tried my best. <laughs> That's, I tried my best. I tried it my best. It was more Trump than Bettman. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean No, to that was a good Trump, though. You work on that. You've got a good Trump. <laughs> I my, my whole TikTok algorithm is just impressions. So I mean, no one's ever seen I, Trump and Batman in the same room at the same time, right? So they could be. It could be like <laughs> Pokeroo. Who knows? Both both I, rich I guys am, from New York. I'm such a greenhorn. I asked a buddy who played in the league, and I kind of knew the answer, but I just had to confirm because when the the moving rink boards first came out, people were like, "Aren't that isn't that distracting to the players?" I'm like, "I'm pretty sure they don't see it." So I asked no. him, "I'm like, uh, you can't see that." And he's like, "No, you idiot." I'm like, "Okay, I just wanted to make sure." <laughs> They're just yeah, blank no, no, boards. Don't. Yeah, no, they no. I don't. I think they're. I think that in the arena, there are they are the same, but like yeah. they, they superimpose it. See, I didn't have problem with them changing over. Like, like maybe you see it, and it's a different company. But yeah. the ones that people hate are the ones that are actually moving during the play. Like there was one. I think it was like Enterprise Rent a Car. Yeah, it was I a hope, car. And it was like zoom when the puck was going, and I wanted I have a new TV, and I wanted to put my head through the new TV. I'm like, All right, that's it. I can't watch this anymore. But- uh, I saw the one game, maybe it was in Edmonton or somewhere, where they the superimposed boards weren't working, and it looked like the the players were playing in a simulation. <laughs> it was it was like a PS2 game, and they were glitching. That was the only time where it took me out of the game. I could care less, and I yeah. know why Gary Be- Gary Bettman says they're working because it's more ad dollars because they're selling more advertising so of course he loves them it makes the owners money it makes the league money so um it's a typical gary answer if it's something (laughs) gary likes he's never going to say anything negative about it just like the arizona coyotes they will never ever leave there because they're his baby and if they fail then he admits he failed Oh, he he will never like yeah yeah he's like so if they pulled those rink boards he's like oh, I admit I failed nope they're perfect I pulled everyone I know they love them he went full Charles Heston you can pull it from my cold dead hands with the Arizona Coyotes <laughs> absolutely that's a good I'm one. surprised someone asked him about them though like if you're reporting you're down at the owners the owners meetings and you ask Gary that question I didn't know it was that big of a hot topic to to ask the guy in charge of the league. Uh, it was going around for a bit. Like, I mean, it was going around the hockey Twitter sphere for a while. Yeah, I thought but... it died down. Here's my uh, beef. I mentioned this on my podcast, Boomsies, this uh, on Monday. Great why show, by the way. Listen NHL to NHL owners, um, why do they meet where they don't have an NHL team? Because if I was an owner, I'd say, hey, let's 
we've we've got media. We've got all the owners. They've got their assistants. They've got their teams. You're looking at 200 hotel rooms. That's 200 meals three times a day. Why not tour around so an owner can show off his city? Why do you go to a place you don't have an NHL team? I would be so annoyed if I lived in a city that had an NHL team and you're like, why are you guys down there? We, you, you don't even have a team. Why are you giving them the money there? Maybe it's that's so my not, beef. Maybe it's so they're not recognized. Also, right? golf. If I you guess, went, too. if you come to Toronto, people people are gonna people are gonna find out, right? If you if you go to Boston, people are gonna find out. Yeah, you could probably Who's go to going like going to talk to the owners. They don't care. People don't care. Punks like us. That's who, Dan. <laughs> Punks like yeah. us. Some Leaf fans. Would you guys be all like... swarming the owners. What about records? <laughs> With my that phone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just like people. People recognize the owner. Be like, you own the Carolina Hurricanes, don't you? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm guessing it's just for the golf and the uh, you know the country club. Oh yeah, they they don't want to experience winter during winter, so they go where it's warm and they can golf and hang out by the pool with their cocktails. I get Billy it. Night. I, I mean, they can like do us. whatever they want, I guess. I'm just, why not give back to the cities in which you have teams? Easy with that ask, Dan, okay? Do you, <laughs> know, you know the social, you, you know better than both of us the social leeches that are some of the owners of the NHL teams and how inept they are in social situations, right? Like, I don't need to tell you. Oh, that. yeah. I, if I took over Gary Bettman's job, that made my first rule, and then they, all the owners would hate me. <laughs> But it would Screw be awesome. this guy. It would be awesome. We're in Winnipeg in December. Screw you, Dan O'Toole, commissioner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you do like the Homer sucking through the sinkhole with the double fingers. Just the middle fingers, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, I'm trying to make your league better, you doofuses. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned earlier that um, we, we, we just had this big reveal that you grew up a Montreal Canadiens fan. Now... I, I have to ask because obviously you grew up in Ontario, but aside from the winning and the happiness, why the Montreal Canadiens? Because I, uh, you could get hockey night in Canada games and it was either the Leafs or the Habs and I would watch the French Habs feed and I fell in love with Steve Penny, who was uh, there before Patrick Waugh. Steve Penny gave way to Patrick Waugh and I was a goalie growing up. And Steve Penny, I was just enamored with him stood on his head one series against Boston and, uh, and they threw pennies on the ice. They, they, the headline was pennies from heaven. So I, I fell in love with the team then. And then Patrick Waugh took over and I was the biggest Patrick Waugh fan until I met him in person in my adult life. And they, sometimes you don't meet your heroes. You shouldn't meet your heroes. I've heard that. Uh, so when they traded Patrick Waugh, I just became a free agent. And you know what? Not having a team in which you're invested in is so less stressful. I would imagine it's so. So <laughs> less stressful. Like the like I uh, did some post game shows with Knuckles Nyland. Actually, I'm wearing uh, so uh, Canadians great Chris Nyland when they had their big Stanley Cup run. I did post game shows. I got into it, but I didn't really care if they won or lost. So it was great. But knowing the stress that you guys put into these games. And if your team exits in the first round, I don't know if you guys know a team that does that a lot, but it must it must take years off your life. I can't do that. So I refuse to. I've got one team that I live and die with. That's the Toronto Blue Jays. And I don't even do it that much as I used to as when I was a kid. I, my, uh, my love for the Jays didn't die, but it's mellowed out. Yeah, I mean, uh, yes, yeah, so... Yes, we have had uh, a lot of um, a lot of years taken off of our a lot of talking <laughs> off of our lives with these uh, first round series. But I, I think with Leafs fandom, it's become so much like like a lot. All the first round losses have just kind of jaded us so much that it's just kind of like we're like, oh, this is how it's going to go. Like that, ah, they're going to they're going to do somehow they're going to do it. So it's almost like we're you know it's a coping mechanism in a sense like we're like yeah it's it this is how it's gonna go they're gonna they're gonna blow the lead they're gonna blow the lead it's done here's, seven nothing here's they're gonna my lose. philosophy about you leaf fans you guys tell me if i'm way off or maybe i'm onto something i think subconsciously you guys kind of like it that you kind this is your thing this is your thing that your team never wins the cup and you've got this streak and you guys this is kind of gives you guys life because it gives you anger. It gives you joy. 
if they just won a cup, then you'd be like, well, what now? For me, I think it's, I think it's just like, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's certainly not a, to be clear, it is not a healthy relationship. I don't think I'm as jaded as Fuad is, like, even though I've been a Leafs fan maybe a couple years longer, I'm yeah. dumb enough to keep coming back because that's what they do and they suck me in. And I'm, of course, disappointed when they get kicked out. But, you know, the reality is, is I remember when the Blue Jays won. It's one of the earliest memories that I have is the Blue Jays winning the World Series. And all I remember is my mom and dad picking me up and my whole family screaming and it was awesome. And I haven't, I mean, when the Raptors won, it was exciting, but I'm not a, a huge basketball fan, but I've been a Leafs fan my whole life. And I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. And I think maybe part of it is like my dad, my for most of my life has been like, don't be a Leafs fan because they'll break your heart every time. <laughs> and he's not. And he's right. Right. They not have. He's, he's 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 been right so far. And I maybe part of it for me is like, I can't wait to prove my dad wrong and be like, see, dad, they are going to win again in your lifetime. That's like my. Uh, so when I was growing up and still now, whenever I see him, my uncle, my uncle Jabra. Every time he would see me, he would say, Fuad, the leaves are shit. Okay? Don't watch them. Why are you? He said, and he'd say it grammatically correctly. He said, the leaves. The leaves are shit. And he still says it. And he's been saying it since I was 10, which is the I last like time. I like this guy. I like yeah. this guy. Yeah, I have to shout him out. So, yeah, he, yeah. So, every time I would see him, so I want to one day be like, see, they might not be shit. But getting back to my my analogy, if they do win, say they win this year, then you guys are going to go into the, the next season like now what because after you win a cup you've got a, like a 10 year buffer yeah. where you don't have to do anything it'll just be nice and, to be able to rebut the 67 jokes <laughs> yeah i i think i think it i mean you look at it with the raptors right like the for me i as i'm, I'm a huge raptors fan so when they won i i just sat there for a second and i'm like whatever they do for the rest of my life i don't care like they're even fine. they were saying they were saying Kawhi's gonna leave, Masai's gonna leave, the the team's gonna move to to Honolulu, and I'm like I don't care, but they won. Yeah, they, the thing happened. It was so yeah. You might be onto something there. And the Jays got their back to back World Series, so that gave them oh thirty years. Oh yeah, it's been thirty years. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh right. So maybe they've was, now reached. They've now reached the end of their window of okay, guys. You kind of need to win again. You kind of need to win again. I mean, but, I was, but I yeah, was I like you said, it. Raptors fans in the Raptors franchise. They're good for ten years. For they, ten, years. they don't have to do anything. Just show up the odd game, make the playoffs, and hey, you won a championship. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, let's. If I think that's a good problem to have. But you might be onto something with the masochism because I remember at the beginning of the season, last time they played the Ducks, okay, was the game where, like, it, it was a 10-alarm fire. I don't think a 10-alarm fire exists. But the whole – everybody was like, fire the entire city. and Fire everybody. the franchise. Move the team, everything. It was terrible. And we had a, one of our streams. So our other two hosts, Harnish and Arman, had a stream, and it did the record number – of streams we have ever done. It was what happened in this Ducks game. They blew the they blew a three nothing lead and lost three one lead. Yeah, and Mitch Marner had a tantrum and like was angry, and everyone's like, "See, trade Marner." And now it's like an alternate universe now where he's like the second coming of Doug Gilmore. <laughs> so, yeah. So to, all that to say is, Leafs. There is a certain enjoyment that comes from saying, "Hey, look at these losers over here," and uh, yeah. we and. Yeah. And you come up with your own ways how to fix the team. You always have something to talk about. But if they just win, then you're like, ah, how's the if, weather? If they win this year, you know what we have to talk about? <laughs> if Austin Matthews is going to win now that they've won, that's what leave the narrative will be. That's what it'll leave. be. Now that he's won, he's going to go back home to Arizona. Of course. That's that speculation's always going to be there. Austin Matthews. That's what <laughs> Gary Bettman, that's his dream to have Austin Matthews in Arizona because he'll sell tickets. They Sporty chess. They just need to build an arena. I think I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Sporty chess there. <laughs> yeah. So we have a few questions. So I, I, I want to talk a bit about what you've been doing here. So with your show, you, you have your show now, Boomsies, which you yes. can find on all the podcasting platforms. Wherever Correct. you listen. Wherever yes. you listen to your podcasts. So I, I, I wanted to ask. So you started off, you know, your career with the traditional studio shows, you know, with yep. TSN and fs1 and now you're doing podcasting where it's kind of just your vision and your baby 
-hmm. What's that transition been like? And like, what's the adjustment been like going from one, something completely different from to another From a tie thing? to a hoodie. Exactly. At first, I didn't know what I was going to do when I got laid off, fired, whatever you want to call it. Either, yeah. People say I got laid off. I Either way, you end up without a job. So I'm like, well, let's not split yeah, hairs. It's here. semantics. Yeah, it's semantics. Um, <laughs> so I thought it was ingrained in me. You need to be on TV. You can't miss work. You got to be there. We did our show live at midnight every night. So meaning I wouldn't get home till around two o'clock. When Jay and I first started, we did our show live at 2 a.m. So I wouldn't get home till like four in the morning. So you're a walking zombie when you've got kids and a family. Yeah. So, but that you just get used to it. So the best part of all this is my commute is walking down the stairs <laughs> down to my basement to do this. And I can tape it whenever I want on a Monday or a Tuesday and I get to do what I want. That's what you said. That's the, the big takeaway for me is I get to talk about, I get to have on whoever I want. I get, at my old job, I was told, sit here, do this, and don't question it. Here's what you're talking about, just so you know. You need to be finished. You start at this time exactly. You finish at this time exactly. And then get the hell out of here. And then try to live a normal life while you're going on no sleep. So the fact that I don't have to do that and I feel like a normal human going to bed, like this is, well, yeah, this is around my bedtime. This is usually when I'm lying in bed searching Twitter, seeing what's going on, seeing what Elon Musk is up to. And then, I, and then I have a nice, I'm asleep before, I've got three hours sleep before I even would have got home in my wow. previous life. So that's my favorite thing about it. And uh, we, Jay and I did a podcast. We actually started one before every single human had a podcast. So we started in like 2009. And yeah. wow. I remember when we first went to the bosses with it, we gave a we did an hour podcast where we just shot the shit. They're like, yeah, I think it needs to be five minutes. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, you haven't even backed out of the driveway. They're like, yeah, five minutes. We're like, but we are gonna do this, and they're like, whatever. And then uh, we went and we did that for up until what? When I left there in 2020, 2021, I don't 2021. So we did that for 11, 12 years. So. Uh, I've been able to kind of have a built-in audience uh, come over to, it's kind of like uh, when a show reaches the end of the line and then a uh, character from the show gets a new show. So you're like, okay, just a continuation like of Joey. that character. Yeah, exactly. That show didn't work. <laughs> Hopefully this show lasts longer than I, Joey. It will last longer than Joey. Joey I, I, lasted, what, a year or two? A season. Probably. It was one season. If that. Yeah. Yeah. He so, was the wrong one to give one to, but. Go on. <laughs> you're gonna be, would you, Dan, you're going to be like Dr. One Who. To? Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know anything about Dr. Who. Is that a good thing? Yeah, it's been on this TV for like 60 <laughs> years, so I hope you don't have plans. Perfect. I want to die in this basement. I want to die on boomsies. <laughs> you would get the views, man. You would get the views, I promise. Yeah. Oh, I can have a cliffhanger before everyone. Does Dan die this episode? <laughs> Credits roll. <laughs> Tune in. Yeah, you have to have one of those like you have to have one of those like scenes where it's like next time on Boomsies, and it's like <laughs> everyone's like, oh my god, Dan, and then it just that's how it goes. And then, well, we have one character that may have died already on the show, and that's my cat. He's missing since June. So, oh uh -oh. gosh, Ron. But everyone, here's the interaction that uh, that people have. They send me emails whenever they see a news story. Oh, dog returns home after six months away. Cat returns home after a year. So they give me hope. And it's a nice little community where, oh. uh, yeah, I talk about uh, finding sobriety since I uh, I left uh, my job and um, that you don't have to drink a bathtub full of wine every day. Who knew? I didn't know these things. I became an adult in my new life. Well, and congratulations <laughs> on that. Like, sobriety, oh, thank yeah. you. sobriety is a huge deal. And So, and everyone, yeah, people... Come to hear that, and they have a place where they say, hey, it worked for this guy. Maybe I'm going to try it. And my goal was I thought I'd sit and never talk about it, but I revealed it, and I get a couple emails uh, a week from people saying, hey, I'm giving it a shot. So it's great. It's it's yeah. good knowing that you're able to help others instead of just wallow in pity after losing your job. So I could have gone one way. I went the other. Thank God. 
Thank God. I would I would have been Absolutely. sitting in this this basement just in darkness. That's another podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Dan just in sitting, darkness. This one has better lighting. This one has better lighting yes. for sure. Yeah, I got one of those big ring lights. That's, yes. Uh, ring lights do wonders. Uh, nice. That's why I'm not wearing my glasses because they're just they just <laughs> whenever I wear Turn them, it just, it's like this. Like you just see that's all people can see. So I'm wearing I got contacts for can that specific you, reason. Can you get uh anti-glare? No, I guess the anti-glare wouldn't work on ring lights because you could still see the ring lights. I'm gonna wear sunglasses next time just and be really cool. I'll, I'll be like Bob McCown. Yeah, you're gonna go a... Corey Hart and and go sunglasses at night. For and that. I'm gonna have people call in the show and then yell at them, be like, "You're you don't know anything about hockey. Get off yeah. my show!" Like Bob. Well, you know what Larry David says about people that wear sunglasses inside. He said only two people wear sunglasses inside: blind people and douchebags. I think <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, very true. that's true. Maybe like a bouncer, but maybe not. Yeah, I always wonder when I saw a lady at the grocery store uh, yesterday with sunglasses, and I'm like, hmm, what's going on there? I have so many questions whenever I see it. So many questions. Because she wasn't doing it to be cool. She was like, I live in the sticks. So she was just doing it because something had gone wrong. Something had gone wrong somewhere. Oh, Dan, just so you know, we have multiple people complimenting your stash, just so you know. Yes. Thank you. So, uh... uh you grow yourself. This question every day. Uh, yes, I grow myself. I get the the same comment at least once a day. You know, Movember is over, right? <laughs> I'm just doing it for uh, a year. I'll have to shave it up to if I have to shoot a commercial here, um, but we don't have any on the horizon. So I've never grown a mustache. Uh, just a mustache. I've grown a beard before. So I'm like, I'm going to become a man. I'm coming. I'm becoming a man this winter. I'm a real man. You know, it's always funny, like with mud, like like when you were like when you see all these old photos, like not even that old, like like even my dad's generation, like my dad was like twenty one and he had like a Freddie Mercury mustache, like this, oh, yeah. like, and it was everywhere, even like back in the fifties, like like you still show like like guys going to war and they're eighteen and they just have like these like handlebars, and I'm like, oh, that's not who we are. That's a now you bit can't have now. a mustache without someone commenting on it. I'm hoping that maybe yeah. once I hit like the six month, at least people around me they've stopped commenting. But if I see someone I haven't seen in a while, hey, what's going on with the mustache? Hey, uh, forget your clippers. Hey, it's every line you can ever. Just be like, I can't of. stop it. No matter what I do, I just can't seem to get rid of it. Well, it's replaced the old lines because Jay and I, we worked together since, what, 2003. So whenever I'd see people, they're like, uh, hey, where's Jay? So I always have that. Oh. So my, so my, uh, my cousin gave me some great lines. He's like, uh, I don't know, doing tall things. Like uh, getting stuff from the the top shelf, saving uh, feeding cats and a trees. giraffe. Use my favorite line. I'll give you my favorite line. It's not my turn for to watch people? them anymore. It's not my turn to watch them anymore. Yes. Well, and then the other one is, uh, "Hey, Jay," and I'm like, "Nah, I'm I'm Dan." And Dan and Jay gets the same thing. He's like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> well, so you guys are, you guys are like a monolith? Like you become like one." Yeah, and I can see that. I, I watch so many shows. I don't know the characters. I'm like, hey, but I don't go up to them. Hey, you're that guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> maybe they aren't. <laughs> you're that. I know. Yeah. yeah. That would... you, you don't mention that. Or if you think someone's pregnant, I saw that once when I was a child. One of my first ever interactions at the, the bank teller. I was standing there, probably making a $5 withdrawal. The guy next to me says to the, the teller, oh, so when's the baby due? And there's silence, and she said, "What baby? I'm not, I'm not pregnant." <laughs> I still remember that to this day. Did everybody so if just I see die a, of secondhand? I do not. The baby could be coming out of the the woman, <laughs> the canal. If she doesn't mention it, or if her partner doesn't mention it, I'm not saying a thing. No. You do not say a thing. That's that. That's that's a faux pas. That's I a, learned that's that that's a rookie no. move. early age. Rookie yes. move. Rookie move. You know, Dan, you've worked all over. You've had so many jobs. You were once the play-by-play commentator for the Ottawa 67s. You've traveled Correct. all over Canada. What town or what city were you most surprised by? Because you've been all over. What town were you most surprised by? Where you were like, how did I not know about this? Uh, as I mentioned before, Ottawa, I love. Ottawa, I went to school there. I, I have cousins there. I go back uh, whenever I can. Skate the canal visit the museums it's just a, the war museum it's kind of 
it's not like a, it's not a happy place, but it's very well done. The war museum in Ottawa. Um, I like going to any city in Canada. I've been to every province. I haven't been to the territories yet. That's the only place I haven't been, but every part of this country amazes me. And whenever I talk to people that haven't discovered Canada, I tell them, get out there, see it. You don't need to go to a beach in Mexico, go to freaking BC, go to Manitoba, go out East. We did three summers in a row where we went to Eastern Canada. We took an RV the last trip. RV trips are a blast. You can have a hot dog whenever you want. And then you'll never eat hot dogs for another year because you've been eating them while driving an RV. And that (laughs) RV smells like hot dogs that have been microwaved. Uh, I lived in Fort McMurray for three years. That that's oh. a cool little town. That's uh that's a sight to see. Uh, I did the Fort McMurray Oil Barons play by play for three years. That's where I really cut my teeth in broadcasting and where I got into TV because I did radio up there. Went to the little uh, cable station. I'm like, hey, can I do a little uh, TV show? They're like, hey, you go shoot it. We'll help you edit it. So that's where I got into TV. If I hadn't gone up there, I wouldn't have ever got into TV. I don't think. Maybe. I'd be doing play-by-play back for the Ottawa 67s. Who knows? Or maybe the Ottawa Senators by now. Oh, no. They've had Dean Brown there forever. No one's taken his job. He's very good at it. So <laughs> he's been there since day one, I believe. Wow. The voice of the Ottawa Senators. Yes. Well, that's pretty special. My goodness. Yeah, we have, we have Charlie that. Charlie Arsenault. He, um, so we have game overs all over Canada. We have game overs from each team. And he hosts game over Ottawa. Ottawa rules confirmed. So... You've, you've made some friends um, in our nation's capital. That's right. And for anyone listening in Ottawa, make sure you visit my uh, my cousin's hockey shop in the Sensplex where the Sens practice, Hobbins Hockey Shop. Ooh, shout out Hobbins yeah. Hockey Shop. And I believe when you get your skate sharpened there, you get a hockey card. Ooh. He buys old packs of hockey cards, so you'll get like a Peter Sidorkowitz or a... Uh, Wow. Whoever, uh, yeah. A Nick Antropov. A Nick Antropov, a Radic Bonk card. (laughs) That's a name. Who Radic Bonk, by the way, is at the rink all the time because his kids play hockey there. So you can run into Sens Legends while getting your skate sharpened at the Hobbins Hockey Shop at the Sensplex. There you go. I didn't think think this is where it was going to go, where we were plugging the Sensplex. But this is why (laughs) we had you on, because we, we need the unpredictability on a show. That's right. um, and you yeah. need to know where to get your skate sharpened in Ottawa. You, if you want to, if you want to skate the Rideau Canal, you know. Um, right. Yeah. So, uh, so you mentioned, uh, you know, the the uh, journey with your sobriety, and you know, and you've you've I, I've you mentioned a lot about mental health on your show. Is that something yeah. that you are interested in, like pursuing, you know, more with your content or even more with organizations? Oh, I talk about it all the time. I cry. I cried today on the uh, podcast taping it. Um, I'm very open with my emotions. I'm a crier. Like that uh, Sidney Crosby, Sidney yeah. Crosby, Tim Hortons commercial where it cuts to him. If I could do anything for the rest of my life, I'd love to play hockey. I, uh, I ball. I watch it once a year. My kids <laughs> sit and watch me balling during this. Oh, God. Um, but mental health. Yeah. You know what? I growing up, no one ever talked about it. Mental health. I don't think I heard the word mental health until I was probably in my 30s. That's how, especially that's how for men. in the dark. Especially yeah. for men. So in the recovery community, I found the, the best solution. If you're having a bad day or something, pick up the phone. Because so many people just sink into a dark hole and they're like, oh, no one wants to hear my problems. Guess what? You don't have to deliver your problems to people. Just picking up the phone to talk to someone, then it changes your whole outlook. You to hear about their day or you start joking around or you're, uh, whatever. Just pick up the phone. That's 99% of things can be solved that easily by picking up the phone. And if you don't have anyone to call, look into your recovery community. They're they're amazing. And the best thing about the recovery community, no one wants anything from you. They aren't trying to sell you anything. They want you to succeed. That's it. I keep looking into the other camera. I realize this camera's on. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I, I look uh, down all the time. I'm like, I should be looking well, at Well, I've camera. got this camera and it's not hooked up. So I, I'm, <laughs> you must think I'm like, on another show or something. It looks like you're talking right to me, actually. So, <laughs> so, so he's like, he's put, pick he's up doubled. the phone. That is my biggest mental health tip. The easiest takeaway is call friends, call family. And if you don't have those people, uh, Google search people in your community you can talk to. And it's it's that easy. It's uh, It's something I wish I knew about 
a long time ago and that it's okay to talk about your feelings. And a lot of people are discovering that now, especially professional hockey players. I've got some yes. friends and they're like, yeah, 10 years ago, I couldn't have gone into the trainer's room and said, uh, hey, I'm, I, I don't know what's going on. I'm not, I'm not myself. They'd say, what the hell are you talking about? Be a man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's gotten a lot better. It's gotten much better than it was 10 years ago. For sure. And <laughs> someone said to me, I've lost a couple of people just over the years, as everybody has, right? Yeah. And I have always, someone said something to me a couple of years ago, and it's really stuck with me, that someone would rather hear from you after a long time than hear about you. Correct. Right? Yeah. And even if it, yeah. even if it's been a long time, even if you haven't talked to somebody in a long time, you know, sometimes you just need to pick up the phone, like you said, just pick up the phone because they would rather hear from you. And hear what's going on, even if it's a hard thing, then to hear about you later on and know that they didn't call you, right? Yeah. I hadn't uh, talked to a buddy in two months, and uh, we started texting the other night. He, he called. Uh, and make sure you pick up the phone when your phone rings. Don't look and say, oh, I'll call them back. Because you won't. Just pick up the phone. It's very easy. And discovered that he was diagnosed with colon cancer like a year ago. He just wow. went for his, uh, his final test last week. It's all gone. Wow. It's all gone. And and I texted the next day. I'm like, you don't know how happy that made me wow. feel. Congratulations. You have this him. great news. And yeah, he was having some tough times and he would always pick up the phone and call. And he doesn't have to, you don't have to dive into, hey, I'm having a tough day. Just talk to people. Yeah. And then it gets your mind off things. And um, yeah, so you never know what you're going to discover on the other line when you pick up the phone. You're going to discover great news like that. Or, or you end up talking to one of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Answering a direct message. Sure, I'll come on this show. Why not? <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, uh, that's, it's really good to hear that, you know, you, you, and you've, to your point, you've seen that like across the hockey media, across, you know, players and starting to talk about it. So I, I think that's a, it's a really important step, uh, you know, especially for, us, us gentlemen who uh, yeah. are are not taught to uh, sure. say, hey, you know, I don't feel so good in your life. hundred percent. Like I had uh, some, a yeah, friend of mine, so. Connor Ingram, uh, goalie for the Coyotes. Yeah. And I can tell the story because he openly talked about it on the podcast. I didn't ask him about it, but he entered the the, the league's, uh, uh, I don't know. Assistance what they call program, it. I think. Right? Assistance yeah, program, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And he talked about how he entered it one day he went to the trainer's room and he was going to quit hockey he's like i can't do wow. this i don't know what's going on and they said and the trainer said we're going to get you help don't don't worry we're going to help awesome. you so the fact that he had enough courage to go in there and say i need help i had never heard of a player doing that and of the team accepting that challenge with open arms saying hey we're not going to throw you to the curb we're going to get you that help and and nine months later, to the day that he entered the program, he made his first NHL start with the Predators. So it was pretty cool. Go. And now yeah. he's doing great. And and to your point, Dan, you know, people don't talk about it enough. And it's good to see that now the times, they are changing. And even though the change continues to be slow across hockey, across all sports, for so many things, it does seem now that at least in, in regards to mental health and and how things are going these days that it is improving and people are getting the support they need. And please, everybody, like, if you have any problems, please reach out. I'm on Twitter, even if even if I don't know you, you know? Yeah, send me a message. I get a lot of direct messages on Instagram and Twitter, and um, I, uh, I respond to all of them uh, with people saying, hey, I'm on day one of uh, trying this out, and I, I encourage them. I say it's the best decision you'll ever make. I just worry about the effect that social media has on our kids because I watch my 11 year old and she'll stare at that TikTok oh, yeah. for hours at a time. And I'm like, doom scrolling. What is going on in your brain? I can't even sit in the same room and hear it, let alone watch it. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's the, the fact that these devices, Oh, I, I take it for granted. I didn't have one as a kid. My kids make fun of me. They're like, Hey, you didn't get your first cell phone until you're in your twenties. I'm like, yeah, I kind of thankful for that. <laughs> you weren't tied to a device. You had to show up when you, you got off the phone and said, you were going to be somewhere. You didn't know everything going on in the world. We aren't supposed to know all yeah. the information at once. Yeah. Oh no. We aren't yeah. supposed to know everything going on in the world. It's too much. <laughs> 
uh, yeah. too much. Way too much. Like I always, I always say to like, like I always ask my mother sometimes. I'm like, you know, when you were growing up, like she came here in like the 80s and she went to high school here. I'm like, like, did you know what was going on in this X amount of country? She's like, no, I don't know. We just watched like we watched Lloyd Robertson on CTV and that was it. Like that was what she <laughs> does. That was how she she for 30 minutes. That was the news and that was it. And you you went, barely said, know something that happened in a baseball game or a hockey game. You just see the box score. The you box scores, yeah. <laughs> a single scrolling. thing about that game, unless someone like died in the game. Like you would never know a single yeah. thing that happened. And yeah, it was it was better for our brains when it was like that. It was better mentally that we didn't have so much going on, so much constant noise. Well, I you're right, but on the other hand. The, the if we can flip side that before we sign off here in the last few minutes the other thing the other side of it is that there is instant access to support if you need it if you don't want to yes. talk to anybody on the phone you can chat to people there are systems set up so that you can talk to somebody they don't have to hear the shakiness in your voice they don't have to hear you cry there are resources and people like you dan that are brave enough to come out and say hey i have this problem but i'm going to get help for it people like justin Bourne, who came out just what last week and said the same yep. thing that he was having a problem with it you know like 20 yeah, years ago those guys were just like oh no he just had a couple too many and and it was always a problem and now we're talking about it and now it's yeah now we can say hey i have a problem and it it doesn't end somebody's career and that's oh, yeah. and that yeah. and there is good things and so you know it's i'm glad that we got to have you on the show tonight and i'm glad that we got to talk about hard Me things too. because it's a hockey podcast but you know we're all people too right so a thousand yeah. percent and just and as i end each of my podcasts i just tell people hug someone hugs are good and also just be nice just be yeah. nice not hard not hard absolutely like, you don't meet, need to send mean comments on the internet. Like I can watch a show, not like an actor. I can watch a show, not like someone on the show. I would never in a million years think of tweeting that person saying, you're a horrible actor or this show is brutal. Mm -hmm. Why yeah. send that negativity out in the world? But you can't convince the haters not to be haters, I guess. They just, they like that because they're hurting the most. So they want someone else to feel what they're feeling. And that is misery. So hurt people hurt people, right? Correct. Thousand percent. So just be nice. Just drown out the haters. Drown out the trolls with love. That's yeah. Right. I'm I, I honestly like like I'm actually kind of glad that this game was like kind of a laugher because we had a chance to to have these this important conversation here without kind of like getting yeah, into the I, weeds. I didn't of, get to ask you guys, is Dubis gone if they get the first round <laughs> exit? It, like, you know, and to your that, that's the kind of the funny point of it. Kind of to wrap it all up, that that kind of that's kind of the funny point is that the when the Leafs are playing well, it's like what do we talk about? Like, do <laughs> I think? know you guys like misery. <laughs> at least the media, at least the people who are trying. It to also get into gives the media, me right? something to talk about because when the the Leafs came back from that West Coast swing and they were not looking good, I put in my resume to become head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and uh, and you got a notification. I... It said it was viewed, like it was the Toronto Maple Leafs <laughs> viewed your resume, <laughs> and they're like. Right. You're like, oh baby. So Pending. Now I, Pending. Now I, I don't get to do that anymore because they're they're playing well. So I do, my dreams of becoming head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs are dashed because well, your team's too good. Well, and listen, if they go on a losing streak, you're welcome to come back. Just let us know. <laughs> you have oh to yeah, add oh yeah. If, that's the thing. If you guys go on like more than a three game losing streak, it's the end of the world. Oh yeah, it's 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 like Reverend Lovejoy in The Simpsons. It's all over, people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't have a prayer. But uh, yeah, no, we we like we're really like we're really honored to have you on here. The whole team was really excited. We're like, yeah, damn, we were all jazzed. On. So, awesome. Uh, we'll tell the team thank you. Absolutely. And uh, before we before we go, yeah. I, need, I need just to validate our Leaf fans, our our Leaf fan souls. What's your prediction for the Leafs here? Is this is this the year, and not the year to win the cup, the year to get out of the first round? Is You're not a year? Leafs fan, so you don't have any bias towards them. You don't I have, think they uh, do make it race. out of the first round. You heard this it here is, first. But you should have bigger goals than that. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Listen, the bar is subterranean. We just want to hop over it. That's all because we're trying to do Because then you here. guys, you get into a whole other thing. If they get knocked out in the second round, you're like, oh, I know it. 
They might become the Washington Capitals of the mid 2010s. What a great metaphor for life, eh? It's like you get that thing that you think is going to make you happy, and then you're like, I don't want it anymore. I need more. I want more, yes. But I always tell my kids, I'm like, I'll buy you this, and guess what? A week later, you want something else. It's 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 never enough. You gotta find it in here, man. You gotta find it in here. You gotta find unless it they, unless they win the cup and then it's just like that now you have everything. And then we all spray it. champagne in our own faces. That's right. And then the next day you're like, now what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, uh, we again, thank, thank you. you so much for coming on. This is uh this was a an amazing episode. And uh, yeah, thanks everybody for watching and tuning in and uh, participating in the chat. Um, yeah, thanks everybody for coming out, and uh, we'll see you for the next Leafs win. I believe that'll be on Thursday, December 15th against the New York Rangers, where the Leafs will 100% win the game. Oh, that's easy. Rangers suck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, guys, make sure you do hit like. Make sure you do hit subscribe. Make sure you do comment. Let us know what you like about the stream tonight, even though we didn't talk about the game a whole lot. Uh, if you have any questions for Dan and he happens to come back on, we will make sure to get those on to the next next show if he does happen to grace our presence once again uh to sign off my name is lauren you can find me on twitter at lauren in the six my name is sorry i'm sorry i was i was about to get started my name is fuad fuad Solomon. you can find me at fuad underscore sports on twitter and the tiktok the tiktok dan where can the and people I'm, find you i'm dan o'toole dan g o'toole dang uh, o'toole Dang. 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 My middle name is Gerard, so that's why I've got the G. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, Instagram, TikTok, listen to Boomsies. It's fun. It's whatever. Or don't. I don't care what you do. <laughs> Live your own it's life, good. I tell people. Do what you want. Do what makes you happy. And hug somebody, guys. Hug somebody. Hug somebody. Right. And be nice. It doesn't cost you anything. Nope, it's free. Thank you all for coming. Have a good night, everybody. Take care. We'll see you Thursday. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction. Canada Sportsbook.